Welcome to Machine Learning. Why will the yuan appreciate in value as China accumulates more gold? That's the question. Well, if China started to accumulate more gold, which it has been, I mean, whether it's moving through HSBC in London to Switzerland account where it's stored in uh, gold bullion banks, or if it's uh, being purchased by the Chinese consumer and uh, individually owned, China is accumulating more gold. So what would that uh, indicate then? Well, it would. why would that affect the valuation of the one? Well, it all comes down to the central banks. The central banks uh, accumulate the gold, and then they use the gold as an asset uh, to loan money out to countries or in uh, private equities. And so the the like at banks with it, uh, for any asset, it appreciates the amount of money it, or uh, increases the amount of money which the bank can loan. So bullion gold banks have been used uh, for deposits. There's different levels in the bullion bank for access. There's some some accounts where they cannot be loaned out against, and uh, during the 2009, we saw that they did loan out some of the uh, the bullion that was in the the banks, and that had the effect of uh, causing review of of why they did that because they weren't supposed to loan the gold out under those particular accounts. So banks do do strange things. Uh, they sometimes could even break their rules. And you go back to 2009 and look at the, the gold bullion bank um, accounts, gold accounts, and some of the things that were going on there. <clears throat> now, uh, what would it signal? If China began buying gold, it would signal that the uh, gold value was high and the prices of gold was, should go up. Uh, according to the demand, and so uh, that would then increase the the price of gold. Okay, so let's talk about China's population. There's there's over a billion people in China, closer probably to two billion, and China has a very large population. They have a strong need for resources, so there's uh, a need to provide things for China. So China exports about $3 trillion a year. Um, the top 15 countries include the U.S., trade partners include the U.S., Hong Kong, Japan, Taiwan, Germany, Vietnam, Thailand, um, Netherlands, Switzerland, so forth. There's 15 that, that represent two-thirds of the exports. 
And what is China exporting? Oil and gas is amazing enough. They do export oil and gas. Oil and gas, um, aluminum and steel, pharmaceutical, chemicals, adhesives, uh, electronic processing equipment, lathing, um, LED, electronic components, electronic equipment, trucks, cars, and um, agri some agriculture. And probably actually more agriculture than we realize. Um, and so, what are what is China importing from its Asian partners or communities? And that they one thing that I found that was interesting that they're importing is pork. Well, and that's an important part of their diet maybe more so now, I would say if you went back 10 years, it would be probably more of a diet of vegetables and rice. But as China has become wealthy, um, they like, a lot of the Chinese are eating more pork. And so there's an import of pork. There's a number of countries that have a negative deficit with China, Taiwan being the largest, but $152 billion in um, 2021. So when you look at the imports and exports, it's kind of like a person there's a hole in the tire and but at the same time while you're riding the bike someone is pumping air into the tire and so it's not likely that um, the countries can continue to run trade deficits with China where their trade balance, if the trade balance cannot continue to go up indefinitely, because eventually the tire goes flat. China has to pay its bills. Where is it getting its money to continue to finance these huge trade deficits? It has to come from the people, the savings of the people. So the people are, Chinese people are making sacrifices in order to grow the economic wealth of the country. And so now China is the number two um, importer of goods in the world and the number one exporter. And America is its largest um, buying partner. So you can see that... that uh, The China's increase uh, has moved strategically into areas that are are becoming more important in the future. And you're probably wondering, okay, now how does this relate to machine learning? Why why are we talking about China's economy? 
it's all about the economy. Stupid is what Clinton would say. I don't particularly like to quote Clinton, but it was an interesting phrase. And it is about the economy. Because machine learning is all about efficiency, but it doesn't change the underlying structure. So you need to understand how the world works, the underlying structures that are driving the economy. What I found is interesting is that the sectors in Chinese exports are fairly predictable. I mean, when you look in the consumer aisle where people are spending, you know, high price ticket items, like if you walked into Walmart, you could almost divide it into certain sectors. There's the food sector, there's the electronic sector, there's apparel. Oh, that was the other thing that China's exporting is fabric, clothes. Um, and so, you know, there's the electronics. And you could even put probably some of the jewelry, watches made in China, uh, necklaces, all those type of apparel. You know, you have different sectors of goods. And then, you know, Walmart doesn't sell cars, but it could sell electric bicycles. China exports uh, bicycles. And so the e-bike, which is very popular in China, it has started to become more popular in America. I was noticing an individual driving a, uh, it looked like a fairly large bicycle, but boy, when he when it was turned, his turn to go left, he really accelerated, and I think it was because there were electric motors in the hub of the bicycle, so while he's pedaling, it's assisting and accelerating, you know. So, either that or he's got very powerful uh legs for acceleration because it looked like a pretty heavy bike and when I rode bikes it takes it takes quite a bit of effort to get up to speed you got to go work your through your gears and it didn't seem like he was having to work through the gears he was just pedaling and and it was moving him along pretty good and the cars didn't have to wait he got through the intersection pretty quick So China is exporting e-bikes and bicycles. And one of the interesting things, you could see pollution in Beijing, and you could see it correlate to the increase in wealth and consumers buying cars. So China was selling cars to consumers. People were driving automobiles. So millions of automobiles now were on the road and led to higher pollution. So now, with electric vehicles, BYD, um, Shanghai, Corp, Motor Corp, uh, you can see these large factories automated producing millions of cars a year. And will they be electric cars 
or will they be gas-powered cars? So the t- technology at first would be gas-powered. They're getting a better understanding of it. But eventually it's going to be electric, and electric will become popular just like the e-bike in China became very popular for moving people around. And event, and then finally you will see fuel cell. Fuel cell is the inevitable conclusion to transportation. It only emits water. It's fast refilling, recharging, refilling, you know, compared to recharging a battery. Um, and so there's plenty of companies that are now looking at, you know, cheap hydrogen production. One of the cheap hydrogen production is using of methane or methane. So take your CO2 and hydrogen and combine that into methane and then have a re- onboard reformer with a catalyst that converts that back into hydrogen, run that through your fuel cell, or burn it directly in the internal combustion engine so that you make certain modifications to your internal combustion engine and then um, burn the methane. So these are all features that um, are are innovative and exciting about China. And I think that, you you know, you look at the uh, political problems and the military problems related to Taiwan, if they were to... Uh, capture China was able to capture Taiwan then it would be part become assimilated in part of the Chinese economy and that would definitely be a major plus for them but for the West I don't think that would happen without uh, military conflict 